It's probably Canada Drives is who that missed call was because I signed up for Canada Drives and was bored one day on Facebook. What is Canada Drives? It's on Facebook. It's like anyone can get approved for a car. I'm like, even me? <laughs> Not you. <laughs> but I was just bored. And um, so then I applied and, and they said, you're approved. Everyone gets approved. And then I get like a call five minutes later from some dude. Hey, it's so and so from Canada Drives. How you doing? Today? Hey, it's Brian Heggy. Oh, exactly. <laughs> right. Hey, that's our local shout out. Local that's a local shout out. out the Brian Heggy podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, Brian Heggy. Oh my God, I remember Brian Heggy used to like have this joke about fat chicks. And it was just this mean. joke. Well, Brian Eggie had eighty nine jokes about <laughs> oh, yeah. fat chicks, but none of them are funny. They were all like pretty mean. And I said to him once, "I'm like, as a fat chick, Brian, I'm just telling you, you're never gonna win a crowd over with fat chick jokes because no. either you're a fat chick, your best friend's a, ch- a fat chick, and then with guys, they all have a fat chick in their life, so they're mm. all gonna be like annoyed by that. Maybe I don't yeah. know. Yeah, no, fat, like yeah, fat, fat chick material chick might work. Like it's just one of those things where when you're an alcoholic and you spend six days a week at a bar, they're funny. Yeah, but not to get on stage and be like, "All right, listen, Feels all right, like- fat chicks." Rule number one: If you want to fuck Hag. <laughs> yeah, and that's the funny part was, didn't he exclusively fuck fat chicks? Well, just by necessity. <laughs> Like, hey, that's saying that's rude to fat chicks uh, because yes. we have standards. No, I'm just you know how people say like uh, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. No, beauty determines who the beholder is. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you're kind of gross, welcome to Heggieville. Well, it's more like you fuck the, the level that you are. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, pretty much. Like, yeah, you can't expect if you're a six, you can't expect nines to fall over themselves for you. But even if, if you even be like, cool, you're just like me. Even if you trap a nine, they still they're just trying to get out of the cage the whole time. <laughs> they're scratching yeah. their way out. It's like a tiger at the zoo. Fingernails coming off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just walk into the cage and feed them once in a while. But really, they're walking the perimeter trying to find <laughs> a fucking way to get out of your life. Peggy catches a nine and it's just like, she's been in my basement for 87 years. Oh, yeah. He'd have to catch her at two and just keep <laughs> her trapped. Say, <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say that nine's going to turn into a six real quick, but that was oh, way better. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're way more diabolical than I am, and I love it. No, oh, no, no. Hey, yeah, Heggy was a good man. He oh, was in I, comedy I for a while. He, I hope he has a good sense of humor about himself. I never saw a man wear a hat he couldn't pull off more often. <laughs> Remember he used to wear those fedoras? He wore fedoras? Oh, yeah. He wore fedoras. Did and he? Uh, they were always one size too tight. <laughs> like he needed a large, but he was living a medium man's life. Was he trying to be Edmonton's Kevin Fox? <laughs> he <laughs> Maybe. Because <laughs> like, Kevin Fox was around a lot when he had started. So he probably saw him and was like, he I'm idolizing yeah. this man. But Kevin Fox had the kangaroo one. You know, Heggy got one at the at the dollar store. <laughs> tried to pull it off. I almost said, do you ever wear hats? <laughs> As you're wearing yeah. a hat. Hey, can you wear a hat? <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> well, yeah, Heggy, and we also, we drew a swastika on his vehicle. That was a fun... <laughs> that yeah well i did he what? told he told us he's because his, his nieces and nephews had painted some of his vehicle you oh know, yeah because you know when you're uh most of the time you drive you're drunk it's really smart <laughs> to have uh paintings on your car from children allegedly allegedly no one sue us. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have the funds uh, to take our really, empire down yeah, our empire yeah <laughs> <laughs> we both we were chatting on the way up about how we got big moves in yeah, our we, future. So we wrote on the on his hood, on the back hood, we wrote, had a giant swastika. Pretty well done. <laughs> and then um, on the uh, we wrote in paint uh, like a bumper sticker type thing that said, "How's my drunk driving?" <laughs> <laughs> How's my drunk driving? Call nine one one. You can you should sell those as a bumper sticker. That's a good one. That's actually pretty funny. Yeah. How's dr- How's my drunk driving? Yeah. And um. It's a public service announcement. What's that? Well, I don't know. Oh, yeah, it is good to say, like, yeah. I'm a drunk driver. There are Call people me. still, people think drinking and driving is uh, is dead, but I, there's people, they're just making a comeback. <laughs> I don't think it's dead. I've seen plenty of people um, decide to drink and drive. And, yeah. like, I don't know, like, 
I, I can't understand like being like blackout drunk and being like, get out of my way. Like, I've got to Yeah, go. it's, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's 2019 and I still, I know 15 guys that'll get juiced and do it. Yeah, like, I don't even understand. Like, it's so, it's such a dangerous, stupid thing to do. And it's expensive if you get caught. Or oh, kill yeah. Someone. Nothing, I mean, nothing short of being diagnosed with cancer, nothing changes your life quicker than a DUI. We should talk to Darth Vapor about that. Will Hannigan. <laughs> Will Hannigan, but he manned up on his DUI. He, he refused up. to give a breathalyzer. Yes, and he also said it's the best thing that's ever happened to him because he would have maybe kept driving and done something worse. That's what mm. he told me personally on my yeah. podcast. I'm, I'm sure yeah, that's sorry. possible. Yeah. It is a good wake up call for some people. I mean, that's a very unselfish way to look at it. To say like, ah, you know, I'm in, I'm, I'm going through some really tough times, but I, maybe I saved somebody's life yeah. by not being able to drive right now. Yeah. Most people would look at it like, fuck, I can't drive there. Well, Darth Vapor is like a... He is his own man. He's his He's own very man. unselfish guy. Because <laughs> I would never have been like, oh, well, at least I helped other people. I would have been like, god damn it. Oh, yeah. I would have been... nothing would be more shameful. I guess other than like, you know, being a John and getting picked up or whatever. Yeah, I think getting caught with a hooker might be just about on par with getting caught drinking. Oh yeah, because I saw a uh, documentary, and I was—I've always been like, you know, what's you know, white privilege? Okay, I get it, white male privilege, but what is it? You know, like give me an example. And then I saw this documentary that was like a perfect illustration because it was about uh, some women in Phoenix that worked for the police, and they decided to do this new program about how they deal with prostitutes and sex workers and pimps and Johns and stuff. And it used to be that um, the John would just get a ticket. Like, he just gets to carry on with his fucking life. Like, he gets picked up for being with a prostitute. He gets a $225 ticket. He walks out of there. Yeah. The prostitute gets arrested, booked, spends the night in jail. They grill her about who's your pimp, who's your pimp, whatever, as if she can tell them who the pimp is. They get her on drug charges because she's probably got drugs on her. Yeah. And pimps are cool, right? Like, oh, pimps are, hey, he's a charming guy. Like... You know, like in our culture, that's like pimps were like, yeah, he's a kind of a cool dude. It's pimping is a positive. Yeah, he's like, a pimp. I mean, what like, a pimp. Pimp my yeah. ride. I mean, like All he's these positive things. He's so pimping. charming. He can own women, you know, like. Um, but <laughs> That's awful. But I mean, that's that's really that's <laughs> that really exactly what it is. Yeah, that's what we thought. And like, yeah. so in this documentary, they they were like, OK, we we don't we do it differently now. We're like. Um, pimps aren't pimps they're traffickers they're human traffickers so you take that out of the lingo and you say like you're not a pimp you're a human trafficker and um, you don't arrest the prostitute or you don't even call them prostitutes anymore you call them like sex workers or victims or whatever so you don't even you just give them your card and say hey you know you're busted whatever but I know you got to get back to work I know you got a busy night uh, and they just let so you... So they set them free to whore again? Well, they give them their card and say like, well, because they know that if we pull them off the street and they aren't earning, They're they, can't, they can't tell us who their pimp is under those circumstances. Mm-hmm. Because as soon as they go back the next day, the pimp's going to know exactly where the fuck she was. And if there's any extra heat on him, he'll know exactly who told them. Yeah. And so their life is in danger. So they just, they'll bust the sex worker and say like, here's our card. Call us anytime with yeah. information about who Anywhere. your trafficker is. And the Johns now, instead of just getting a ticket, um, they get processed. So they have to go to jail. They have to stay overnight. Their car gets impounded. That's, that never happened before? Um, I mean, in the United States in 2016, no. Jesus Christ. And I don't know what the rules are like here, but it, but that, I mean, to me, that is male privilege. Like, yeah, those rules were clearly written Doing by men illegal. for men. Yeah. Like the idea being like, oh, it's super embarrassing for a guy to get caught with a prostitute. So let's just let him walk. Yeah. Like and oh, that prostitute. Oh, God, like get her off the streets. What a she what a terrible give her send her to the church. <laughs> and some send of these some church. of these girls like I always thought of prostitution as like. Ah, uh, you know, I mean, she's probably a drug addict, but she's, you know, she's made her choice, whatever. Yeah. Like, I didn't realize, like, how many of them were, like, young women that are at home living with their parents. Yeah. And pimps are, like, following them on Twitter and, like, you know, they're tweeting 16-year-old girl shit. Like, my my mom's a bee. Oh, it, I feel like it's easier. And a pimp is a like, bee. you want to move to Vegas, bitch? And I they're like, yeah. 
more like yeah, way easier than ever to like um i know they say oh like uh we're high security but way easier now to just like get into a teenager's dms and and fill Absolutely. their fucking minds up with garbage um, and so some some of these girls that's who they were like the ones that were in this documentary were like 16 17 18 year old girls that were picked up from their parents home yeah like so they were at their house tweeting and writing on facebook a bunch of shit about like my dad's an asshole and i want to move out and they're just like hey you know if you want to move to la because like it would basically be like suburban girls that were you know were lured into the big city yeah and then immediately were owned so like they would pick them up from their parents house drive them into the city take them to a hotel room and then explain to them like you are our property yeah and so like if they so you basically are preying on sort of you know women that don't have any self-confidence because some yeah. of them would just leave some of them would flee which i would like and others to tell would be scared you and stay. most female teenagers no matter how good looking or whatever they are they have very low self-confidence as yeah. far as i know maybe it's changing and stuff but I, like i know when i was a, t- a teenager like one of our girlfriends would talk to a boy and we'd all be like some boy is talking to you and it could have been like some well and i mean the only boys that have self-confidence are ones that are excelling in in athletics mm-hmm. right like there's not many if you take away, you know, football, basketball, hockey, whatever, there's yeah. the guys that aren't in that or are poor in those sports, they have no self-confidence. Right? So None of us do. Especially teenagers. Oh, my, that's scary. Because, like, like, I've heard stories where, well, when I was on the East Coast, in every single bathroom, there was this poster of this girl's face. I mean, like, so-and-so has been taken in. She's in, like, someone's sex trafficking her. And, like, it's easy to bre- grab your daughters. And, like, I guess it's a big problem out there i haven't seen them out here but um but i've seen yeah. stuff where like they'll put girls in like a a house and they're they're like this is where you live and you're just cam girls 24 7 yeah well i always thought prost- i always thought like oh if you're a prostitute it means you're lucky because the other side of it is like if you're basically you're a drug addict or you're you're strung out on something or you're drunk or whatever and if you're the male version of that you have to go out and rob people all day yeah that's like the the opposite like i mean like young men they get into gangs and get, those ones have to go out and like petty crime and yeah assault and stuff like that and then if you're a girl you become you blow a, people you blow have people. sex a few times a day yeah like yeah which so yeah i always thought of it as like ah it's just the flip side of the coin of you know the guy who's robbing people to get coke or whatever yeah i never really thought of it as like oh yeah of course it's like people being lured from their homes and and enslaved yeah, that's we've got off to a real funny start. Yeah, um. this is a really <laughs> who gives a shit. Who who, gives, nobody's listening anyway. I didn't get any messages about the other ones. We're actually trying to get picked up by um, a legitimate network, so we're trying to talk to more political stuff. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> CNN is thinking of getting uh, us on their digital. I was listening and, to a murder podcast that said that they're a CBC podcast, and it was awful. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it sounded like. Your Uncle Dave explaining a murder in Canada. Hey. He'd be like, oh, yeah, and then her head was cut off. Isn't that weird, eh? I was just like, this is, and I thought it was a joke from him. It was not a joke. And his wife was on it with him. I don't want to get in trouble or have letters written to us, but like you said, not a lot of people are listening to us. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really matter. We could so take an eight-minute break and only Hannigan would text. I know, yeah. Hannigan <laughs> loves us, which we love. We love Darth, Darth Vapor. Darth Vapor for That's life. Hilarious. We keep talking about him like he's a sponsor, but he's just our only listener. <laughs> yeah. So we do have three followers on Patreon. So three Patreon, and we are making $17 a month off of these wonderful people. Isn't that nice? And they still got to get those. Uh, that doesn't even cover VIP our goods. goddamn Slurpees, Kathleen. All right. Um, I'm, we're no, you're trying. Lucky, you're lucky. <laughs> yeah. So where did you, I got to grab my Slurpee. Wait, he, oh, he's going to get his Slurpee. Slurpee. Get his Slurpee. Oh, look at Jim. He's so look nice. At Jim. Getting my Slurpee. Look at Jim's arm. I feel like I'm Joe Rogan right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, get me my fucking coffee. Okay, so, so somebody told you, me that like I got name dropped on a Joe Rogan podcast, and I was like, "What?" So I listened to the podcast, the whole fucking forever podcast, and was was like, when Ari was in Calgary, we went and got pedicures. So he had his shoes and socks off on the podcast, and the mm-hmm. Joe Rogan goes, "I like your toes; they look cool." And then he goes, "When did you get that done?" And he said, "With Kathleen." And they're like, "Madigan." <laughs> he's like no and then he goes wiki and then that's it and i had like a bunch of people they name dropped you I'm like no they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> like, they didn't. 
I was there was no such. He yeah. said that to Joe Rogan. Joe was like, I don't know what the fuck that is. Well, anyway. but the thing is, like, yeah, I mean, it really ruins a name drop when it resonates, oh. like when it falls like a fucking lead balloon. It was so embarrassing. Who did you get those uh, that work done with? Kathleen McGee. And no one well, says no, a fucking a, word about no, it. No, first is the best part, Kathleen, and then they all say Madigan. That's the only Kathleen. Madigan? Yeah, they're probably like, Madigan doesn't what? get her toenails done. <laughs> Imagine Kathleen Madigan with her feet in a bucket. Oh no. Oh, but yeah, so funny. they were like, Kathleen Madigan? No, McGee. And they were like, oh, okay. I was like, I can't believe I listened to Did anybody to say, like, I know her? I think that Bert Kreischer said Kathleen McGee and like had very disappointed or shown or something. I really? don't know. Yeah, it was it was stupid, and I was I was like, "What? I gotta hear this name drop." And I was hoping they'd be like, "This funny girl." I'm like, no, nothing, nothing. No, when, well, it'd be nice if somebody told you when they name dropped you, mm-hmm. instead of having to wade through the entire three hour conversation. <laughs> it was a very long conversation. If somebody told me I got name dropped on a podcast, immediately you, your mind would be like, "Oh boy." Yeah, I never good. feel good. Like Brian Hickey, someone's going to tell him. <laughs> yeah, nobody's going to tell him. He's in Yorkton doing radio or something. Or <laughs> time. He? Either radio or he's in jail. Or he's a pimp. Or he's a <laughs> he's, human trafficker. He's a human Kathleen. trafficker. Hi, Brian Hagee, human, human trafficker. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I traffic in humans and pussy. <laughs> he gets a human trafficker um, billboard on the side of his car. Human traffic. Let me traffic you, human. Sorry, <laughs> I was late. I was stuck in human traffic. Oh, my God. I'm, it's warm in here. I'm sweating. Anyway. Yeah, so where did you... You were touring, and you love to tour. I do love-ish to tour. Um, I had fun. I was in Halifax and New Brunswick. Um, hmm. Both. Yeah, Halifax was very fun. It's always a fun time. I, I just wish you got more shows, so you got paid more, and you didn't have to like. Pay How for many your off shows nights. is it? Three. Three shows, and you pay for your off nights. Yeah, and then huh. I I stayed to do this resort gig the next weekend, that, which is, it's a good paying gig. So I basically just overbroke even for being out there for like over a week. <laughs> my yeah. my mom's like, you must have made a lot of money out there for that. And I was like. I think in total I made about 200. She was like, what? I was like, yes. Well, all you really need is a day off to die, right? I mean, oh, yeah. like, well, you know, you. if I'm gone for three days, it's like even on a day yeah. where I'm trying to spend nothing, I'll spend $60. Yeah. Like at least in Edmonton, like if you have off nights, there's a show you can do every night for a hundred bucks. I did shows other two, but it's like they don't, I mean, they don't pay as much, which is fine. Yeah. Some of them, they just pass the hat. And I'm just like, well, if they're passing the hat and that's all you get, I just gave it to the producer. <laughs> like, I'm not going to, but yeah, it's it's uh it's but it's fun. I really liked it, but I do I don't like being away from home as much as I used to. No. When I didn't have a real home, I hit loved being away from home. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah, it's weird. I used to look at people that like, oh god, I, I'm leaving after the show. I'm out of here, and I'm like, what the hell's their problem? Like, it's not even you know. And I'm but now I do that. I'll go to wherever. I'll drive six hours, do a show, and then drive immediately home. Drive home. Yeah, I'm just like I just want to be home. I can't do that. I can't do that. I just love no. sleeping in hotels too much. Yeah, but then I usually don't get to sleep till three or four or whatever. Why? What do you do? I just sit there, or I stand up, or I watch TV. <laughs> I watch. I, just I watch. Watch Sportsnet seven times or something. Oh my god! I was watching Sportsnet um, in uh, in St. Andrews, New Brunswick, with um, with the comic I was with, Matt Richardson. Do you know Matt Richardson? No. Uh, anyway, so we were watching that show where it's just this. It's those old men sitting around, not even looking at the TV. They're just talking like they're on a radio show. I think yeah. you told. And I was like, just watching these old white men talk about like sports, like they know what's best. And I was just like, I looked at Matt. I'm like, how much of this shit do you watch? Like, it's terrible. It's just all these guys sitting around talking about hockey, not even basketball. Like, basketball's the big thing right now, and they're still talking hockey. Yeah, well, there's still the Stanley Cup Finals happening. I mean, I love it when things like the Raptors happen because, like, as a sports fan, you watch, like, millions of people who don't even watch games all of a sudden get caught up in, like, 
let's go Raptors. I know. And it's like, you haven't, you know, you don't even watch sports. Oh, yeah. You see, like, people being like, don't even talk to me. I'm too involved in the Raptors. I'm like, you never even knew that they were called the Raptors last year. Like, that's why I don't like Canucks fans because they were always the ones that were like, friends. they were always like, let's go Canucks. Like in 2011, all of a sudden, my Facebook feed is blowing up with these half ass fans. Which never happens. That, like, they don't even know who their players are unless they're, like, Stanley Cup, you know, champs. I'm not even a real fan of the Oilers all the time, but I, I just am so that if they ever get better, I can be like, well, I didn't mind them a long time ago. <laughs> Calgary. Calgary. Oh, Fairweather fans in Calgary. Yeah. Your favorite city. Some of them are lifers. Some of them are lifers, but some, some of them, them are lifers. I mean, they're prairie people like us. Yeah. That thing, so yeah. they do love their flames down there. You see a lot of jerseys, the worst jerseys, like the worst jerseys in the league, but. <laughs> They're always wearing, you know, like this. It's not the sea anymore. It's like a stallion, isn't it? Oh, God. Yeah. They had like a stallion thing that was who brought that into the play. Like that had to be a Wild Rose voter. <laughs> had to be a Wild. Now UPC fan. <laughs> not even UPC. They were. It was like three Wild Rose voters saw this horse with flames coming out of its oh, nostrils. And that. we're like, that's fucking so gold. That's sweet. That is so gold, man. What's the what's the flames mascot? Um, oh, it's Harvey the Hound. It's a dog with a long tongue. Oh, that's right, because that one coach pulled it out of its mouth. That Craig one McTavish time. Craig pulled Mc- it out of his mouth. Fuck yeah, Craig McTavish. In a fit of actual rage, which is funny because he was actually <laughs> enraged and then pulled the tongue. And then as soon as the tongue came out of its mouth, he realized like, well, that's on YouTube forever. <laughs> that like, was pre-YouTube, though. That was old. That was old school, yeah. We but should look it up on, uh, see if we can find it on YouTube. Harvey the Hound. <laughs> and just put it in, cut it into the middle of this episode. I'm giving Jim all. Jim, can you please edit uh, us in sitting in, um, <laughs> sitting in this thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And between the 22-minute mark and the 28-minute mark, <laughs> I want this song to play. <laughs> it's by Modest Mouse, and I just want it just, just loud enough that you can hear it. Yeah, just over, not so it, I don't want it to overpower our voices, but no. We do want to be able to make the lyrics out while we're talking. Can you make a version of the podcast where instead of Kathleen talking, it's just music? <laughs> it's Every just... time she opens her mouth, it's just <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> so how was the tour out east? <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. I did the Funny Fest. I know you did the Funny Fest. Okay, Funny Fest for, for people that don't know what it is, it's, it's a shit show. But it's a yes. good shit show. It's I a mean, festival. It's, a it's well attended, but it is sort of... It is of, well attended? It is. Like, he, you know, it's... So, the show... I did six shows, and they were pretty much all sold out. Wow. At the Clarion? So, somewhere at the Clarion and somewhere at bars. But even... I was like, oh, I'm going to a bar gig at 10. Like, at least this will be quiet. And then you walk in, mm. and there's 200, 200 people there. I mean, the, the thing about comedy is, though, it's easy to impress people. Because nobody really... I, we all think that everyone's stand-up comedy fans. I know we've told this before, but I would say ten percent of the population is like a stand-up comedy fan that understands. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't go right. Like, if I was just a, a person who never got involved in stand-up, I wouldn't go to a comedy show. No, I didn't go to my first comedy show until like I was like twenty-four when I first started. I'd never seen stand-up comedy no, until. Neither had I. Didn't even know what it was until I was watching. Like, well, I knew what it was, but I was like, I'd never been to one. Yeah. I, I never. I remember there was. Happened. I remember there was like two company functions where I left because there was going to be a comedian. <laughs> and which so do you like, remember so which comedian ate, it was? What no about, idea. Oh my god, that was so just, funny. I ate the buffet say. and then like hung out and had a beer or whatever. And then somebody's like, "Fuck, fucking sweet man, is a comedian coming?" And I was like, "All right, I'll see you guys." And they're like, "Where are you going? You don't love <laughs> laughter." And I'm like, I, I don't. Laughter. I'm like, no, I, I just can't. Like, what if they're bad? Like, I, you know, I just, I would feel bad for them, and then I'd want to leave. Because if so, was if, this like, just if, Sean about from an future comedian, t- saying this because you're like, because you would know what it feel like one day to be that corporate comedian there. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have no idea that that's would would turn into my life. Well, but now it gives me more sympathy for crowds, where I realize like. Some of these people are in here like, I don't want to be here. Oh, doing a show at like a non-comedy venue for anything that's like not a, like a, is just always a nightmare because there's always someone in the room that's not there to see stand-up. So like there's always yeah. someone in the room that's going to just talk right over you the entire time. Or And most people, yeah. I mean, especially they're just going to be like, ah, oh, fuck, this guy sucks. Because you have to, you have both hands tied behind your back content-wise. Yeah. Like, you know, what's the deal with dolphins? Why are they always swimming? 
and the you know every guy in the, they walk and these guys are truckers and they're like what the fucking is this bullshit <laughs> where where's the dick jokes yeah so they you literally hear their table conversation before you go on is like and then the guy rolls her over and fucks her in the nose and everybody laughs, <laughs> and then you go on stage and you're like hi lollipops are sweet this is I feel like that I should get more corporates than I do. I get zero corporates. Count them. Zero. Well, you, unless I get them myself. There's No, there's always nine Christian chicks, right? So you just... If Christ didn't exist, yeah. you'd be a corporate comedian. Oh, fuck Christ. God damn you, Christ. Christ has really cost you a lot of money. Well, in my mind, he doesn't exist. <laughs> so, But in the minds and the hearts of... Uh, of small town yeah, <laughs> Alberta Small town Alberta mothers. Uh, yeah. No, they're, they got a they got a covenant with Christ happening, and then they watch your show, and they're like, I just don't feel like, what if I laugh? Will I be struck down by she the power of the children. Almighty? What a horrifying woman. Yeah, what kind of woman gets to that age and doesn't, doesn't procreate? <laughs> that's, that's horrifying. You have to give to the world. Jesus put us on this planet for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> it's to procreate. If he didn't want us to have babies, he would have made men have babies. Can you imagine men having babies? <laughs> they wouldn't be able to handle it. Hey, maybe I should get into corporate comedy. <laughs> imagine a guy having a baby. Imagine what he'd do. I just want to write a corporate comedy set, but have it be so bad and hacky, but just use it to make money. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could. You, we could sit here and write one in four hours. Okay, you get a 20% like, cut of all my gigs if we write like, me a corporate gay set. Gay marriage. I mean... Isn't, you know, like it's, I don't know. I Straight think, people don't even want to be married. Am exactly, I right, yeah. ladies? Exactly. <laughs> Your husbands. <laughs> Straight marriage. Oh my God, I'd be actually a really good corporate comedian, actually. You'd be good at it. Holy fuck, I need to get on this. You'd be like, look at that guy. And then you can get a little bit naughty sometimes. <gasps> I might say the word winky. winky. Yeah. <laughs> I might also have a stroke your, in the middle of my Do you ever put your hot dog in her bun, Alan? <laughs> Things like that. <laughs> oh, and they'd my be like, <laughs> Alan, I bet you open the community chest every weekend, right? Hello. <laughs> Am I right? I bet you there's a $500 bill in there for you. Yeah. You open her up and find the heroes in the Legion. <laughs> <laughs> find the heroes in the That would be a crazy Take thing to ask in the Legion. Off. Just be like, hey, uh, do we have any heroes out there? <laughs> if you want me to find there. your clit, put a hat on it. <laughs> That <laughs> Legion rules goes against Legion rules. Can women wear hats in there? No. No one's allowed to wear a hat in there. And what no. is the what is the significant? I guess it it's a it's polite to take your hat off during those. Yeah, days. it's like the idea being that you know these people have served and out of respect for them, you take your hat off. Hmm. Why is that? They're all dead now. They're all dead. From though, taking your how like taking your hat off shows a piece of. You, you, you've had your hat on this whole episode, so I guess you don't That's respect me. It's pretty rude me. to podcast with a hat on. Both of you have hats on. Dip in the gap. I just feel like... Wow. And your elbows are on the table. Wow. Yeah, like when I grew up, you couldn't eat like this. Oh, yeah. We weren't allowed to put... I, now I exclusively... Sometimes I'll be eating and I'll be like, are my elbows on the table? Because I hope they are. Fuck you. Fuck yeah, you, I'm going to put my knees on the table, mom. When I was a kid, I said, I can't wait to be a grown-up, and then I'm going to put my ass on the table. Yeah, I know you didn't know how crushing it was to be broke all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I remember when I was a kid <laughs> I can't wait to be so riddled with stress Because I don't know where my next check's coming from And make my own bedtime You'll see mommy <laughs> I'll eat ice cream for dinner every night Because I'm desperately depressed And I'll go to, I'll go to bed really late Because I'm so worried about my next mortgage payment <laughs> You'll see, Mom. You'll see. Um, I remember being a kid and thinking, like, I saw Big. Broken? Oh, shit. Like you're I'm vaping again. Oh, my God. What's your vapor name? I don't know. You, there's Darth Vapor, but who are you? I think it might be dead. Han. That's the thing about vaping is you're Han like, Solo hey, look, I'm vaping. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it turns red. And you're like, there you go. Does you're that mean it, you broke the machine and you could never means, use it again? It just means, like, your charge is done, pal. Oh. You're done. That's a good way to stop smoking is you just can't charge your thing. Yeah, that's not bad. I mean, most people, yeah, my wife doesn't like, she thinks vaping is like basically cigarettes. That's her thing. Well, it is. No, it isn't. We Whatever won't know until I die. Say, 
That's what, yeah, and then we d- <laughs> dissect your lungs. They're like, oh yeah, it was oh, worse than smoking. Oh boy, look out! <laughs> it was worse than smoking. Well, what? Yeah, what color are my lungs now? I guess you'd have. To, I'd have Aquamarine. to do like a lung. Aquamarine <laughs> from the vaping. Yeah, do you, what, what flavor do you use? Because that determines the color of your lungs. If you um, use lime. Guess what color? Oh, your I use lungs mostly are. mint, so they'd be green. Uh, maybe or blue. I'd have mossy for lungs. Winter mint. Mossy lungs. <laughs> Imagine if you grew moss on your lungs. That'd be disgusting. I don't think. Do you think you're gonna? Because let next year, let's get. Let, um, next year is the twentieth Funny Fest. Mm-hmm. Will you be going? It's if, a pretty big year. It's twenty twenty. He asked me to submit a tape this year, and I was just like, I. I mean, I can just send you a link right now, but then I'm like, kind of like, Ugh. why the fuck should you have to send a link? I don't. You've know. You've done the festival nine times, and he then, doesn't let me close shows there. It's like I. I don't know. Anyway, but I was on the East Coast, but I would, I mean, Stu, if you put me in it, I'd love doing it, but, but are you, I also need it to be treated with like an ounce of respect. Well, an ounce <laughs> is a lot of respect. Well, you treat men with How full respect. How about a quarter so of respect? one ounce of respect. <laughs> a quarter ounce of quarter respect. Ounce. Just a big Ziploc bag filled with respect. I'm always the nicest, and he always says I'm the most positive person that ever comes to Funny Fest, because I always have fun. I'm never complaining, but. No. Yeah, I was just like, he's like, you need to submit through this link. And I was like, oh, fuck, no. Plus, that's I was insane. also going to be yeah. That's insane. I should double check that that's what he said. Let me just make sure. So Stu doesn't come and choke he me to death. He will never listen to this. He's, he doesn't listen to podcasts? There's no, he, he's too frantic. He would never, <laughs> even if somebody's like, hey, they talked about you on their podcast. He'd be like, what, who, what, yeah, what fucking, what, <laughs> what podcast? Who yeah. there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sean, I don't know who though. And then he would be, listen to it for 18 seconds and be like, When? And they, oh, Hi, Kathleen. I was waiting for you to apply for the festival, Pound 19, number 19. Can you believe that? You are the only one that does not age. I don't even know what that meant. Well, I'm sure if we said something to him, then he'd say, oh, I was joking. Like if you said, you told me to submit, he'd be like, I was kidding. And then, <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> um yeah. <laughs> well, I was on the East Coast, unfortunately, the whole time, so I wouldn't have been. You were making money. You were making bank. Mommy was making banks. Two hundred dollars in total after I can't all wait till I'm old enough. <laughs> I can't wait till I'm old enough to have my home repossessed. <laughs> I think they should have prepared us for adulthood by like taking shit away from us when we were children. Yes, if you we know, weren't they didn't like repossess your. Ha ha! I got an iPhone, and then they'd be like, "Nope, you didn't cut the grass. iPhone's gone." But, yeah, like repo. Repo all their shit. Repo parent. Repo parents. Oh, my God. You should start like a parent. Can I? Let's do like a show. Like a like where we're, where we give parenting advice. And I'm never, I've never been a parent except for a dog. Well, you know, yeah. You know that nanny show where she like, there's yeah, kids that are poorly behaved. And then she like, okay. And then she gives them structure. We do the same thing that she does. Except for instead of a timeout, you lose. Something. Like we rip your favorite item from your hands. Mm-hmm. We so like your you're a two year old with a huge truck, like everything is. a. So we would just say, like, give me all of the gifts you got from Santa in the last three years. <gasps> and then and then I would just what and then if you disrespected me, I would just burn it in front of your face. <gasps> I would take it out of the backyard and just take an Xbox one and light it on fire. Do you, is this how you parent? <laughs> I do the opposite of that. What do you do? Well, I basically like. I'm, you know, I'm probably... Do you give them counts? I remember my dad and my stepmom did that to my... One. That's one. They could get two. up to three. <laughs> like, and then five. five four. I'm serious. <laughs> I, love, I love it when they funny. hit right before three or whatever, and the yeah. parent just doesn't want to do the punishment, but the kid is still being a dick, so they're just like, two and a half. Yeah. I swear to God. And then they, they do, have to Yeah, we do, you know, we probably do a lot of, like, one... <laughs> Two, three, <laughs> four, and then there's like a minute pause, and if they're still doing shit, then you get up and fucking do something about it. So we don't even usually say five. It's like four, and then you wait because you don't want to move, and then they're like, you're like, fuck. I got to get up, these little shits. I have to deal with this. Uh, that's how Adam deals with our dogs. Like, if they're yeah. being bad, Adam just stands up. And Does he the give dog them timeouts? Like, uh, we have done that before. Um, Eugene was really bad at like snapping and nipping at people. So oh, okay. anytime he did it, we would put him in the bathroom. But a couple times I forgot him there for like 20 minutes and I felt like so bad. 
Not like he, he just was sleeping on the floor when I <laughs> opened the door. I was I don't like, think I'm it's, so sorry. I don't think it's as bad as leaving them in a car. No, I would but they, but that's just you're supposed to do that. I watched some Caesar Milian or however you say his name, uh, Alyssa Milano. What uh, anyway, the dog whisperer, and he said if a dog does something bad, you have to separate it from the pack. So that's really? why you have to put it in a separate room so that it's like. I think if they could talk to a dog, the dog if the, if a dog could speak English and smoke cigarettes, <laughs> and he watched whatever Caesar Milan, he'd be like, ninety percent of this is bullshit. <laughs> Like, if dogs could watch it and tell us what he would... Because anybody could fucking just pretend to be Cesar Milan just and just be like, you know, you, you, know, you, you, know, you know what you have to do is you have to take him into the herd. Oh, yes, like his primal, because he knows chicks buy into paleo and fucking the past and chicks shit. Chicks buy into paleo and the past. We get wet for history. So when, when, when a man with a fucking super thin mustache tells you... Like, oh, you have to separate him from the pack. Girls can go, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Not just girls. Men believe him, too. Dumb ones. <laughs> All women and dumb men. I've seen videos where he turns a very vicious dog into a very nice dog. There's got to oh, be something. That can be done through drugs and therapy, for sure. Like, are you telling me those dogs aren't juiced? <laughs> I don't know. Don't wreck this for me. No, he's definitely juicing them. He's fucking... It's a TV show. <laughs> so so they're like... Rah, 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 and then he just like gives them a quick trank. And then he walks and then he normally. Goes, and then he just goes... Tss, tss, and then the dog's like... Mm-hmm. And then they go, cut! And then as soon as... And then the dog goes, what the fuck? Like... <laughs> <laughs> what happened there? <laughs> and then he's back to being the biggest piece of shit dog Is ever. Is he a fraud? Just like that crossing over guy, that John Edwards? Is he a fraud? Just like that guy? Oh, sure he is. You can't fucking know what? how dogs think. What if Caesar Millian all of a sudden could talk to dead dogs? Well, that would make more sense than living dogs. <laughs> like, a, I could, you know. Our card got full, as you saw in the video, I guess. Is that yeah. what's going to happen? That's what's going to happen. Jim make, sure that you, <laughs> Jim, make sure that you cut uh, at 36 minutes. And please do one of those sepia wipes. Through mm. <laughs> I don't know if that's a thing. <laughs> Please do that. But we were we were discussing how Sean thinks women are much stupider than any other creature on this planet. No. <laughs> Including women monkeys. That's Human inappropriate. women. <laughs> That's inappropriate, Kathleen. Is that your white male privilege? Uh, I never said that. Getting, you know, no, you just They're, said that, that all women believe Caesar Milian. Yes. And, and, and only stupid men. Yes. I'm just so, saying because women like to attribute a wide range of emotions to their animals more than men do, in generally speaking. Yeah, but I, like, I, men with truck nuts are more than likely to be obsessed with their Rottweiler Tucker yes. more than anything else in the world. More than any woman is obsessed with any of her pets. That's true. Yeah, because I do know men that are like, when old Ricky goes down, <laughs> you might as well fucking put me in a fucking sidecar casket. Because I don't want to fucking live if he's dead. I do like how... I know guys that are actually like, kill me when my dog dies. Oh my God. And it's like, are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> exactly. Are you out of your mind? It's a dog. I mean, I understand they're like your family members and stuff, but they're not really your family members. Fuck you. Fuck not you. Really. Not really. They are. They are. They're more. They're better. Have you ever gone to Eugene's house for Thanksgiving? Yeah, actually, yes. That's a family member. He... That's a family member. Will Eugene take care of me when I'm old? No. Will Eugene grow up and get a job and take care of you? No. No, but Eugene will also love me unconditionally and not roll his eyes at me ever. Yeah, but he'll roll his hips eventually and just fucking (laughs) never move again. Sean! Eugene. Get Eugene his little mini tramp. He's trying to get up on the couch again. Oh, don't. I can't even (laughs) imagine. Eliza Schlesinger's dog, Blanche, passed away. And she's like was with her at all gigs or like I, yeah. Um, and uh, it's funny because like I, I got a dog and then more female comics like other like, I'm not saying I started this trend. You started the totally trend. No, I did not. But a lot of female comics have dogs, and somebody mm-hmm. asked me like, why is it that fem- all female comics have a little dog they can bring on the road with them? I'm like, because we don't get hookers, so we have yeah. someone in our room to keep us company. Did you bring Eugene when you went out east? Not this time, no. but he's come before. Yeah, he stayed at the Westin. My dog has probably stayed at nicer hotels than most people. Does your dog? <laughs> does your dog, dog like road trips? He likes coming on the road. He yeah. does. Yeah. 
I mean, I wonder if he knew like how much money you were making, if he'd be so excited. <laughs> <laughs> he would be, Mom, why are you doing this? You could have made more at the restaurant this week. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, it's fun to bring him on the road. But then also, like, if I go out, I always feel guilty because I come home late drunk. And then Eugene's just like, again, a fucking again, Mom. Yeah, I don't mean like they're not family. I just mean like if you know, it's not they're not going to be in your family tree. Like five hundred years from now, nobody's going to be like. And then it was Kathleen and Eugene. Maybe they will in my family tree. <laughs> I'm going to go home and write them into my family tree right now. Into my. What did your great dog father die of? <laughs> oh, ticks. he got a tick, and then he, he got did Lyme get disease. the ticks. <laughs> I know, like it's just so weird though because I don't. I've never had the urge to have human children, but I feel. Like, these are my babies. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, that's the level of commitment you're looking for, right? You yeah. got a diet baby. I get a diet baby. I actually yeah. don't mind that. Joke. You got a sugar free baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's really Yeah, hard. that's actually, and I prefer sugar free yeah, babies. Yeah, I mean, dogs are diet babies. That's all they are. And yeah, I, I like, like it for the taste, not just because it's sugar free. Yeah, <laughs> I do, I'm trying to watch my figure and I don't want to have a human baby. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Can we write yeah. this into my corporate? Sure. Because um, I don't want to get pregnant with a human baby. Oh my Because God. I'm watching my figure. Can we and call my dogs call, diet babies? Yeah, they're diet babies. So that's funny. all they are is diet human babies. Okay, Sean, we're gonna write me baby Maybe zero not for this corporate season, but for next corporate season. Yes, we got to get you primed and ready for November. I'm gonna do stretches before my set, yeah. like all good corporate female comedians. I, I don't understand women that stretch before their comedy sets. I've they seen. Do? Oh yes. I've seen women doing this lately more than ever. And I'm like, what are you? Who's, I, I've never seen a man stretch before a comedy show. Even the most physical comedian. I remember Barbara, yeah. Barbara May used to stretch all the time before sets. <laughs> she did. That's another local reference. Wow. She did. She would, like, yeah. she would stretch and I'd be like, I remember the first time I saw her, she was like, at the, on the side of yucky, yeah, okay, I used to do golf bends. swing. I used to do golf swings but why? for some like, reason. I don't know why. There. I don't and then know. I thought, oh, she's going to be a super physical comedian. And then she just yeah. stood there. And I'm and like, she's standing, don't deliver. I'm sure there's like some physical reason of getting my blood moving, getting me ready. Getting but me t- yeah, getting perked up, getting worked up. I don't want to get perked up to no. do comedy. Because <laughs> then you're, ha- you know, it's like running a half marathon before you do the marathon. Yeah, that sounds like, awful. I'm going to need all my energy for up there. Thank you. <laughs> I need all of the energy. All of, yeah, stretching before a show, I don't understand uh, when women do that. But yeah, yes, I have Do you even have like a set list? Like, do you go over your set list in your head? You don't even have a, like a thought of what you're just like, I'll just go up there and wing it. Yeah. Hmm, that's pretty cool. I don't know if that is cool because I mopped in the middle of my set like, okay, anyway, where are you from? Did I already do the (laughs) pussy one? That's happened before where I'm like, I started, well, I was drunk, but. (laughs) Oh, it happens to me all the time where I'm on stage on a late show. Yeah. And I start a joke and nobody's laughing. And then I'm like, oh my God, did I already do this? Or is just the, or, but then it happens to me a lot because my jokes don't usually get a laugh. (laughs) So, um, so I'm like, so I get into it and uh, I'm like, oh my God, did I already tell this? Or is this just going like it always does? Uh, yeah, that's true. Like I, the, the, I did that once I hosted a show called Tinder Tales and it was like, a, okay. on, it, we went to Victoria and I, I was like, they told the, okay. I, all I was doing was bringing people up and they would tell their horror Tinder stories or funny mm-hmm. Tinder stories. And I did a little bit of comedy before and then I, cl- I, Went off stage and then the bar manager was like, "Hey, you want some coconut tequila?" And I'm like, "What's coconut?" And it was I like good. I like coconuts. So then I started doing coconut tequila shots. You know what he was trying to do? Separate you from the past. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes girls deserve it. Sean. <laughs> I mean, dogs. Patriarch healer. No. Go to bed, patriarchy. Dog patriarchy. Shut the dog patriarchy down. Uh, no, but I got really drunk, and then I went up on stage, and I was closing the show, but I also was telling jokes, apparently, and I told the same joke that I told previously at the end, but yes. I was so drunk I didn't realize that I did Oof, that. No, that's but tough. People were like, this is my problem. People laughed anyway. People thought it was awesome. And then I didn't even know I did that till the next day. And someone people just told like me that. you. You have that face that people are like, I like her. 
Yeah. So like, even if you're doing something that they would normally be like, what the fuck? They're like, oh, she is. She's a drunk mess. She's a teaser. Yeah. No, yeah. I like I was like, I apologize. Like, no, everybody thought it was hilarious. <laughs> you didn't realize that you were doing the same joke again. And you went through the whole joke, like not even like, hey, did I already tell this? You were just like, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and it was probably one where you were like, I was just thinking about this a minute ago. <laughs> You know, what is up with this I don't think I've year? ever done that. No. Have you done that? I've, have you done the I whole, saw a guy do... It's my birthday today, every day. I saw a guy do one in Grand Prairie where... I'm sure I've told you this story before, but like he told a joke. He got really high before he went on. Yeah. Headliner from the States, and he does a joke in the beginning of his set, and it's a really rough crowd. Like They're super chatty and shitty. Yeah. And he does this joke and it go and people actually, it you know, they liked the joke and it kind of got them into his set. But then they started getting really chatty again. And then he told that same joke again. And not only did they not laugh, but he then berated them. Like, so he told the same joke twice and then he was and then <laughs> nobody laughed because they were like, he already told that. And he was like, all right, that's how I know you're a shit crowd because that joke is my closer. And, I, and I if you guys him. aren't going to laugh at that, then you're fucked. And the crowd was like, he already did that. You one. already did it. You already said that. Oh, my God. That's, that, but that is the trouble with not writing out a set list and not knowing exactly what you're going to say. I never know what I would say. But that, I think that's probably more laziness that than coolness. I think that's a lot of laziness. Yes. Some of it is. Yeah, but also you don't really want to be tied to an order. No, right? I don't you like doing that. kind of move around and do whatever you want. Yeah, I like to be free to move around. Like if somebody in the audience talks about Ugg Boots, I'm gonna be like, I got a joke for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at it. And then they think you like, did it right off the top. Of I, I have a joke for that, but it's not on my list tonight. <laughs> <laughs> would, normally I would tell a joke, but I didn't make the rotation. I'd love I, to call an audible, but I don't have the gift. <laughs> I don't have the gift for audible calling. <laughs> I'll talk to you after the show. No, I I have to have some kind of an idea, otherwise I'm well, yeah, like I, I have like lost. an idea of, of songs, yeah. that, that song, of jokes that go in a normal order, but yeah, it is easier to stray off the path, but then it's harder to find the path again. What if we were never on the path? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have, yeah, you have sets like that where you're like, these guys don't, this isn't happening. There's a lot of times where I'm just like, anyway, I, what else do I want to talk about? Because I can't remember what I'm supposed I always, to do. That's, my, that's the only time you'll hear me laughing uh, when I'm watching other comedians is that, that moment when I know they've flipped over to like, let's get this fucking thing over with, you know? Like, yeah. So that you just that moment where they're like, ah, and <laughs> they just take a big sigh. And then, so anyway, and then they go into like their oldest joke, and yeah, yeah, they're like, let's kill six minutes with this old fucking whale. I love trying to do as much new stuff, and then it's just, and then you're just like, well, this is failing. Here you go. Here's some shit I know you might like, possibly. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. I don't know. Yeah, but the problem with not having a set list too is that I always forget the new jokes that I want to try. Right. I think it's almost better to do them right up front. Yeah, I do. I I do that. All, I like to do that. But then I remember like listening to some comic like years ago, like in those remember those seminars they'd have for the new comics at Yuck Yucks. Yeah, but then you and they would always say never start never with start. new stuff. Never and that was grained into my head. And I'm like, no, I don't have to listen to those. No, because like if but. you if, then you do, you you're not going to work on new material as often if you only if you like okay I'm going to get off to a good yeah. start and then do these because half the time you're not going to get off to a good start. Yeah. And then you're going to be like, I can't do those new ones tonight yeah. because this isn't the kind of crowd that's going to be in the new material. That's when I'll do the new so stuff. So if you do the, the new stuff right off the top, then you don't even give the crowd a chance to, to sway you away Plus, from you doing it. make it look like crowd work. Yeah, and you can always overcome that. Yeah. You can tell like three or four new jokes and they eat it. And then just... and then you say, well, those were new ones. Let's start on the stuff that works. I do that all the time like an idiot. Yeah. Sometimes we'll do, I'll do that even if it's not a new joke. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you guys sniffed out the new one, and they're like, you've been doing that since 2007! <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you would do that every year for our Christmas party, Wouldn't it be hilarious if you just had one fan, and uh, they, <laughs> they, were just just they were just shitty to you? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a troll fan. Yeah. Just like a troll that would follow you everywhere. That's my destiny, is just oh to have one God. fan who's like, you've been wearing those, you've worn those jeans nine sets in a row, faggot. Remember when he wore that shirt on the comedy now? Never wear it again. He wears it for everything. <laughs> <laughs> Even his 
Nazis in that church. Oh, it's funny because that reminds me of like when I was in Gabriola Island visiting uh, Carrie Unger and Nikki Unger, two great people. Yes. I was like, uh, there was a, they were like, they warned me. They're like, oh, there's a girl here because we're doing a show. They were taping for whatever, Sirius XM. And uh, they were like, okay, well, I gotta warn you, Sean. There's like your super fan, like, is here. And I'm like, super fan? What the fuck are you talking about? Like, it was like a girl from Vancouver or something. And I was like, oh. um, She made her way there to Gabriel Island? I guess. Wow. I didn't even know I had a fan. And then this is, this (laughs) is like, this is, I'm basically like a younger, fatter Larry David because (laughs) the girl comes up to me after the show and she's just like, hi. And I'm like, oh, hi there. And like, you know, and then she's like, I, I guess I'm like your super fan or whatever. Oh. I'm like, oh, uh, oh yeah. Somebody told me that. I'm like, what's your name? And she tells me your name. And I'm like, oh, it's nice to meet you. And she's like, what happened to your like comedy special that was on like 10 years ago? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I don't know. Like uh, my comedy now. I'm like somebody else posted it and they must have taken it down. Like I never posted it, but you could probably find it on like the comedy network site. And she's like, yeah, I like, I like that one. That's. And I'm like, oh, thanks. And she's like, yeah, and I, I took two ferries to get here. So, And then as she said, as she said, I took two ferries to get here. So she was turning and walking away. What did she want from you? I don't know. I think like it was just sort of like, I don't know if she was like um, just an awkward person yeah. or which I understand. Or yeah. if she was like, you know, that sucked. Where were your old jokes? I don't know about that. Plus, well, you're, she's not would... li- she's not yearning for the days of Sean comedy now, Sean LeComper. <laughs> you know, you got better jokes now. Well, some people probably would go, "Nah, you were better then." I don't think so. You you're just like every comedian; you get better. I guess a little bit. You're yeah. like a comedian fine wine. But uh, yeah, I guess she had seen Spritzer. my special a few times and been, and then saw me and was like, "I like his old stuff." Did she better. get a picture with you or anything? Nope. She turned around and said, "I took two ferries to get here," so. And then was turning around and walking away as she said that. Oh, my God. That's like, sadness and darkness. Okay. I'm sure it went better in the real world, not in Sean's mind. Um, sure oh, no, better. no, no. That's exactly how it went. Really? Yeah. Was she- and it was good for my wife to be there because usually my wife thinks that I'm inventing. You know, if I'm like, oh, fuck, I got the show and like these people and she's like, oh, whatever. Like, you know, <laughs> not that she's insensitive, but she's just like, whatever. Like, you yeah. go and do these shows, they yeah. go fine, you're always worried, whatever. Like, it's yeah. not a big deal. But then for her to, because she was there. Yeah. So she got to see like this su- weird super fan interaction where the su- even the person who was there, presumably to see me specifically, yeah. was still disappointed. <laughs> and then there was another guy who came up to me and was like, weak link, and like looked at me and said, weak link. And no. then. And Jessica was there. And then we were at the bar afterwards, and it was like me, Jessica, Nikki, Carrie, and a few other people. And there was a woman sitting with us who was talking about my set and being like, I didn't think it was very funny. When you were sitting right there. I was there. Jessica was there. Like, Nikki was there. Like, I, he was, I guess I laughed, but it like, wasn't very good. Oh, my God. Women, stop being so, such bitches. Oh, and it was like one guy, two girls, but it's usually, you know, it could be two guys, one girl, whatever. Like, and it's not cop. not really a, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it's a, so, yeah, to have Jessica, for Jessica to be, I think, was her, for her, like, oh, shit, like, he's, tr- he's, uh, he's, he you know. He truly is terrible at this. No. He truly, <laughs> he truly does have people that come up to him after every show and let him know. Yeah, that's bad. crazy. That's not, nah, that, I cannot believe that people do that. That's ridiculous. If you're a no, person a that goes up to a comedian after the show and tell them, tells them they're bad, I hope you get told you're bad at your job every day, you fucking idiot. I don't come to your blah, blah, blah. And, and blah, shake blah, the blah. slurpy machine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no. no, that's fucked up. Like I, it was the island I was is the opposite. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. But it is awkward when people come up. And eat. I'm sure you have people come up and be very hypey and. Oh yeah, like yeah. There's a lot of. And it's very yeah. hard to take all. Oh my god! And yeah. then you're like, thank you. I think I've just had to come to grips with the fact that, like, you know, if I do a show for a hundred people, you know, seventy or eighty of them will be like, "Well, that guy was pretty good." Yeah. And then there's going to be ten that are like, "Yeah, it was okay." And then there's going to be 10 that are like, uh, I, I hated it. Yeah. And then of those 10, five of them are going to be like, I'm going to let them know I hated it I just because I'm an cho- extrovert. I think I choose to ignore the people that hate me or I try to. Like, I was just smiling at people. Like, if they look like they're coming up to me to tell me they hated me, I'm just like, hi, thanks for coming. And then I just walk away. Yeah. You're, yeah. The energy. And I also think being a girl, too, people don't. 
you know that yeah. helps insulate you a bit and your show and your show kills obviously that helps <laughs> I don't know about that, but. you have good shows all the time but yeah it's yeah it's definitely not something you're going to go up to a like a female community and be like you're brutal like what you guys get is the sort of I don't usually like chicks uh, that, that's something that needs to st- every I'm like I still can't believe I hear that to this day when's the last I time you usually- heard it Probably like last weekend. Yeah. I don't usually like female comedians. I got to tell you, but you are more like a man than a woman. <laughs> like, yeah. it's just like the weirdest well, they, thing they to say. They say comedian like it's just another job or whatever. Like, I don't normally hire <laughs> female fitters. Like, they make it seem like, but it's actually what you're saying is like, if you're saying I don't like fe- normally like female comedians, you're saying like, you know, we tend to attribute humor with intelligence. Like, we're, so it's almost like you're saying, you know, I don't feel like women are as smart or to intelligent job, or yeah. funny or nuanced. You know, yeah, most it's like such most. A so it, it, well, it's, it's a huge insult. Mm-hmm. You know, and most guys, even if they're like, "Yeah, that chick, she has a good sense of humor." That just means that she laughed at his jokes. Yeah. Right. Like, so if usually when they're like, "Oh, she was, she's really funny," it just yeah, they're not saying she's funny. When women say that to me, it it feels even worse. Oh yeah, because I, they should be on your team, but they're not. Like, I think that I honestly think that women say that to me more than men. Like usually, I don't like women comedians because they just talk about their vaginas and stuff. And I'm like, did you not hear my set? I did. I talked about my vagina. <laughs> I should be one of the lot. ones you hate, I but I'm to, not but because I, I'm good at it. But like, it is very frustrating to hear that, and people honestly, genuinely think that, that she's gonna love what I have to say. She's never heard this before from anybody. I'm gonna make her feel really good tonight. The only time <laughs> I ever got that was when I was babysitting. Look, I don't normally oh, hire yeah. male babysitters because I don't because they them. can rape. <laughs> um, so, but I was I didn't take it personally. Yeah, no, that is true. Because I was though. eleven. Yeah, <laughs> well, nurses. But- I guess nurses. So, like you know, female comedians get it. Male nurses, yeah. probably. Male waitresses, which is what you call, I love when you call male waitresses male waitresses. <laughs> they're like, it's got a day. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I get this boy waitress the other day and they're like, waitress. they're not called boy waitresses. Like sometimes people it, will I yell it out and it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I love it. They're called waiters. But I wonder if you went to like a male nurse page on Facebook, yeah. they were like, ugh, another fucking client said, like, I, I don't normally you. hire male nurses, but yeah. you are outstanding, Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the sponge bath, Cesar Melian. So that um, probably happens to them. So yeah, it's one of those like I guess it happens to guys too, but this one's more this one's industries. more insulting. Because it like is. if you're like I don't normally hire male nurses it's because you're like I don't normally, you know, I don't f- consider men to be nurturing enough I'm, to do this. Well, mostly because they just feel well, shouldn't you be a doctor to a ma- male nurse? Like I'll hire right. a lot of male doctors. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that's, that's it's true. just it's just like these jobs that people still can't wrap their minds around women doing like I just read an article about this woman who is a firefighter and people are still having trouble with well she's going to be weaker she's going to be this and that and she's passed all the fitness tests and everything that she's had to do and people are still like (laughs) can you imagine seeing a female firefighter running up to you in a burning building you'd probably be like ah fuck no I used to do a joke about that where I was like you know well it wasn't a joke it was just something that came up in crowd work but it was like, I was like, you know, firefighters, like they're heroes. And then there was like a table of girls I'm like, we're all firefighters. And I'm really? like, I'm like, <laughs> all of you like on the same truck. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, okay. Just a female. I All female. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know that. And then people were like, you know, hey, fuck you. And I'm like, I don't know. I just, is that, you know, if your house is on fire, mm-hmm. a fire truck pulls up, your kids are screaming and then nine girls get out of the truck. Are you concerned? <laughs> You're the most. <laughs> You're my favorite misogynist. Like, You're my favorite misogynist. And then the the joke was like, <laughs> you just watch four girls trying to get a kink out of a hose for nine hours. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you because that's funny. <laughs> that's the problem. Is that all this stuff is fucking funny? And then girls and would be like, you can't get a kink in those hoses. They're too big. And I'm like, yeah, I know. That's a this joking. And the funny thing is, like, you, you know, it's all faux misogyny, right? Like, I don't, if, if I, my house was actually on fire yeah. and, and the fire truck pulled up and I wouldn't care what the gender was, as long as I'd be like, there. thank God there's a fucking fire truck yeah. here. And I would also probably be happy that it was women because they would be like, let's save the children, yeah. you know, and guys would be like, fucking, I'm going to get calendar ready. Yeah. Like, you know, guys are more thinking, like, fuck, am I looking ripped in this picture in the paper? I hate when 
even men think that they can't like just talk about boy stuff around a girl in their industry like that happens in comedy all the time like well we would talk about this but you're here i'm like what are you talking about i talk about worse stuff than you ever on stage <laughs> on stage and you're like worried that i'm gonna be a little offended by like it's just very it, it's so frustrating or like well yeah what how does it's like how dis how disgusting is what you have to say that you can't say it in front of me yeah yeah, it's like, well, you're not going to find it funny for some reason. Like, I'm like, I don't know. I think I've always been fun. Like, and if I don't like something, I just go away. Like, I'm not going to like. Yeah. But I just think I always or like they'll be like, oh, it was, if it's a bunch of guys were like, well, we're going to go play video games. We'll see you later, Kathleen. I'm like, I don't want to play video games, but I would come and hang out. But they're like, no, nah, we can't really hang out with girls. Like, literally, this is happening. Really? To me. Yes. That's and crazy. I don't understand it. Like, I don't understand it. Like, well, I, they think that you're going to do what you kind of said before, where, like, you were making fun of the guy for watching, like, sports highlight things. Yeah. Like, there's certain things guys do that they know women are going to look at and go, this how have dumb. you been watching five non-athletes discuss an elite sport for five hours? How have you... I guess this- I do do that. I, I guess I do do, like, if, if we're playing video games, I'm like, how have we been, like, just trying to shoot people for four yeah. hours? So they're like, come on, get it. And then a girl, all of a sudden a girl goes, hey, big picture. What the fuck are we doing? (laughs) And guys are like, I hate girls in their big pictures. (laughs) Why do girls always have to have such huge pictures? That's why I like to take guys for pedicures and stuff. That's why yeah. I like to make male comics go for pedicures. And guys do the same thing to girls all the time if it's like a girls type show. Like, yeah. how can you fucking watch this yeah, shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is stupid. This, who cares who he marries? This battle of the sexes just needs to stop. Yeah. What, when will we ever understand each other, Kathleen? I don't, I don't know if we ever will. Before we go, we have to scratch that. But before oh, we yeah. do go, um, I downloaded <laughs> like a new album. By this drag queen named Alaska. It's called Vagina. And there's a song on it called Francesca. And it's just like about... Like it's basically the nanny. It's, the it's nanny. really hard to explain. But it's... Go look up Francesca by Alaska on the album Vagina. <laughs> this one's called Set for Life. This one is Set for Life. So we are going to be set for life. I hate doing it on this stupid fucking table. Well, you need a coin... It's such a shitty table. It, yeah, it's fuck, so gra- it's too grainy for a set for life. We need a. Here, I'll, maybe uh, you can talk to your fans directly, and I'll just do it off camera. No, do it here. Talk to my fans directly. <laughs> oh my god. You do have fans, though. <laughs> I do have fans, and I appreciate. It. I can't. It's cool that, to have fans. Yeah. I'm sure you have uh, fans too. You would have more people. You would know you would have more fans if you were on social media more. I took. Do you need to hold the microphone for you? It's yeah. Too difficult. Yes. <laughs> Fucking men. Okay. <laughs> can't, can't, can't do, can't do a simple scratch and win ticket. Haven't you seen every commercial for the last 30 years? <gasps> this is a set for life, which means that we could potentially, before this podcast is over, be set for life. We will this continue the podcast. The would we? Yeah, we would do it on thrones and stuff. We would yeah, like, you're right. we could get a studio. Like, we would bitch it up. I mean, the maximum we're going to win is six bucks. We have won nothing on this. I know. I, I made the lady at 7-Eleven guarantee me that this was a ticket. And then she's like, she did the, oh, yeah, like she does for every fucking idiot that says this is a winner. It better no, be a winner. Don't give me another one of those losers. <laughs> <laughs> but if we win, I found a, a farm on, in New Brunswick, at 80 acres, a farmhouse, a guest house, barn, and like pastures for $225,000. 40 minutes out of Moncton. So you're 40 minutes from an airport. I want, if we win what? this, I'm How going. How do you even fucking know? They, you have to get three of the same kind. I think we won five. Did we? Did we? I can't see. Your scratching technique is terrible. No. Well, how else am I supposed to scratch? Get a coin. I don't have any coins. <laughs> We're poor. We're trying to win them. We're trying to win the coins. <laughs> We have three Patreon supporters, and we'd like to thank all of them. I, I had my phone. Oh my I would God. thank Don't announce the three. That's pretty sad. That's not sad. That no. is a good. I'm positive about it. I appreciate okay. all, all of right. our. I appreciate it, too. We just need to start posting more to the Patreon. We'll figure it out. We'll get our shit together. But I don't even think we've been on iTunes yet. Okay? We're a slow build. <laughs> this, this big drop we wanted to do. Failed miserably. Slow build burnout. Slow build burnout. That's the new name of this podcast. Brought to you by the Dead Baby Bear Network. It's slow build burnout. I'm sorry, but you scratched this so shitty that we can't even accept it. 
<laughs> That'd be so the funny. The barcode says it's a winner, but not in this condition. No, no, you don't deserve to win. You didn't do the work. You didn't put the work in. But if Bonus. you if you want to follow us on Patreon and give us some of your money, it's patreon.com slash deadbabybear. Oh, my God. Did we not win again? I'm not going to take the sound away. Like your keys rubbing up against. <laughs> um, and we are also on, on other places. Subscribe to us all over the place. Really bad key. Oh, it's all Jim's fault. Maybe we've got to ask Jim to... Jesus, you... Nothing again. What the fuck? You didn't even scratch these ones. They don't need to be scratched. It's a bonus. I'm getting sick and tired of this. I don't want to win just on the bonus. So if you won on the bonus, you just rip it in half? I would rip it in half. That's it. I hate how they give you two of everything, but never three. Yeah. It's almost like it's calculated that way. Fucking assholes. Ah, well. Set for another day, I guess. No, we're less because we're down five bucks. Fuck. <laughs> we're fucked for life. <laughs> fucked for fucked life. Fucked for life. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, you did a great podcast, Kathleen. You did, too. It was fun. I'm, I'm a little sweaty. I'm sorry. You were pretty misogynistic, though. You took it. <laughs> you really hammered on men. I mean, <laughs> men or women? It's not fair. It, Cesar Milan. What's the version of a woman hammering on a man? Uh, misandry. Misandry. Yeah. Oh, Miss Andrea. Oh, yeah. You could be Miss Andrea, a new teacher at school. <laughs> I just shit on men the whole yeah. time. <laughs> well, and you just like, oh, that would be so funny. Just like young boys that are like, I want to go to the bathroom. And you're like, yeah, that's because you're fucking stupid like every other man. Like, that's because you have a dumb penis that can't yeah. keep peeing it for more than 20 Take minutes. Take the matriarchy and shit all over boys in school so that oh they grow God. up with low self-esteem oh. and they're incapable of assault. I can't wait for that future. That's, that's the future. The future is female, yeah. which is true. Yeah. It's female and it's it filled with, with misandry. Misandry. <laughs> it's one I of those words, it, but I can it's, do it. It's funny. It's one of those words Kathleen can only say drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Misandry. <laughs> I'm not into misandry. You know what you can tell when I'm really drunk when I say balcony. If balcony? I'm if I'm drunk, <laughs> I could say like now I'm not drunk. I'm like balcony. But if I'm drunk, I'm just like balcony. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, there's a falcon on the balcony. Balky and Larry. <laughs> Balkan Larry. <laughs> Balkan Larry. Balkan. He's not from the Balkans. Do you know that's a perfect strangers reference? Oh, is he a Balkan? <laughs> I don't know. It's Balky and Larry. Oh, I thought you meant the Balkans. I don't even know who Balkans are. Who cares? <laughs> who cares? They're white. You know what? You know who cares? No one. Just like about this podcast. But All we're right. going to change that. We're going to start We're gonna winning more. It. We're going to really change things. We're going to win. We're going to get five more Patreon followers soon. Well, thanks for having me on our podcast. Thanks for coming on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great week, Kathleen. You too. All right. We're not set for life. <laughs>